Well, hello, stranger. How are you? I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. I'm back. I am a married woman now, my friend. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to Dear Matchmaker. If we've never met before, hi, I'm Kat. I'm newly married. I'm so excited. I am your hostess with the mostest, matchmaker and dating coach, uh, Kat Cantrell. Welcome to the show. Uh, I am thrilled to be here with you. I am back at it. We're here back at Matchmaker, dear Matchmaker, uh, all the matchmaking, all the matchmaking. So hi, welcome to the show. Uh, and if someone has referred you uh, to dear Matchmaker, hopefully you can give them a big hug for me because I know that uh, a lot of you, uh, we're getting so many of you uh, who are listening, who are sharing, who are uh, subscribing. I love your subscribes. And uh, of course, I always welcome your reviews. Uh, in fact, I had one not too long ago. And so I thought I would share this with you really quick because if you do offer me a review, I do love to share it here. Um, so let me just bring it up. All right. So this five-star review was done by Josie Mojo. Hey girl. Uh, this is what she says. If you're listening to Kat's podcast, you undoubtedly follow her on Instagram. Well, thank you. I hope you're following me on Instagram. Either way, hearing from Kat always feels like talking one-on-one -on -one with a wise, non-judgmental, no-nonsense best friend who takes time to truly get to know what I'm going through. Oh, Josie. Josie, reach out to me. If you're listening to this, reach out to me. I'll send you a little gifty from me to you as just a huge hug of appreciation and thanks. And if you have been a longtime listener, I love your subscribes. I would love your uh, ratings and reviews. So if you're just um, wanting to uh, give me some love, I would love to have some of your love. Uh, and as always, just as a little reminder, this podcast is brought to you by my agency, theheartagency.com. We're out for matchmaking, dating coaching, image consulting, uh, and singles events. And I am currently, as you all know, I am working on a single woman's retreat if this is something that you're interested in, you can just email me, cat at theheartagency.com, and be asked to be put on the wait list because information is coming soon. I'm currently working on it. It'll be uh, probably spring of 2024. So stay tuned. I promise that that is coming your way. All right. <laughs> you know, when I say that, it's like time. To, it is go time, my friend. It is go time. So. This necessarily wasn't a question, but I am seeing this a lot. A lot of my dating coaching clients, uh, a lot of those who come to me and hire me for matchmaking, one of the key reasons why people are frustrated is because they are dating for Mr. or Ms. Right now and not Mr. or Ms. Right. And there is a definite difference between the two. And I am sure that I have talked about this on other podcasts, but I thought specifically I would talk about this one component because if you are dating with intent of finding Mr. or Ms. Right, then the way you date is totally and completely different than if you were dating for Mr. or Mrs. Right now. Now, if you're dating for Mr. or Ms. Right now, that's a yeah, that's a mouthful. Uh, that's fine. 
I have no problems with that. In fact, sometimes, especially if you're fresh out of breakup, especially if you're newly divorced, especially if you kind of are new to the dating world, it's okay to date just in the moment and just getting to know people without the intention of looking for a long-term relationship. That's totally fine. I am not against people that are just casually dating. I'm not against people who are just dating for short term. But you're not listening to Dear Matchmaker because you're dating for short term. You are listening to your matchmaker because you are looking for that long-term relationship, that long-term partnership. Maybe your goal is marriage. Maybe your goal is to start a family. Uh, that's why you're here. And so I want to just point out to you some of the reasons or things of uh, why you're getting in your own way when it comes to dating for Mr. and Ms. Right or Mr. and Ms. Right now. So let's just start with who you're swiping on and who you're saying yes to. So we're going to just start there because who you're letting in to your life and what that means is who you're saying yes to on an app and you're going on that date or uh, if you're connecting with somebody and you go on, you know, however you're connecting the way that you're perceiving connection and the way that you're perceiving other people within that first date, within saying yes, is very different than if you're, if you're dating for Mr. and Ms. Right or you're dating for Mr. and Ms. Right now, who you're letting in are different types of people. And what I find is when it comes to Mr. and Ms. Right now, Usually what ends up happening is that there is low compatibility and there's high chemistry. That is the cocktail concoction of what usually happens when we find ourselves in a situation and we have a connection with somebody and that chemistry is super high. But in the back of our minds, we say to ourselves, I know that this would not work long term. I know that this is not the type of person that I would want to date long term or could see a future with. Now, I think it's really important to mention that I don't want that way of thinking on a first date, but I'm talking about when you're dating for Mr. and Mrs. right now, this is a short-term relationship, right? Usually will only last just a couple of months because chemistry, my friends, if there's no compatibility chemistry fizzles out. We are actually biologically designed that way that the chemistry, if there's no compatibility, the chemistry dies. It does not stay alive. What keeps that going is the compatibility factors of the two of you with the same core values, the same outlook on life, the same goals in life, the same open to experience, the growth mindset, that kind of stuff is the foundation of a long-term relationship. If we are dating for chemistry and not dating for compatibility, I promise you it is going to die over time. And I feel like, honestly, that daters do this as a way to sabotage their dating life. And let me explain to you. It is much easier, so much easier to date for Mr. or Ms. right now, right? High chemistry, when you have high chemistry with somebody and low compatibility, believe it or not, that is much safer than it is 
to date somebody that you know is your equal, that you know could could be a great partner, not a power trip, not dating, um, excuse my French, for a fuckboy, but sorry, I, I don't know. Are they going to, are they going to, are they going to consider this as an explicit <laughs> podcast? You know, I normally don't swear, but in that search, in that circumstance, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When people come into my office or I have, ex- I have daters that are so, uh, frustrated. It's because you are dating for Mr. or Ms. right now. You are dating based off that feeling, based off of that chemistry, and you're overlooking the compatibility factors. And why is that even important? Well, if you're dating for short term and you're dating for chemistry, that's fine. But this is, if you are thinking that this short term is going to end up long term, or if you are dating somebody thinking to yourself, okay, yes, we have high chemistry. This person is not possibly my equal, but I feel good in this. I feel a sense of control. I feel that uh, there's no threat here to me, that if it doesn't work, it's okay. Because if you're dating for Mr. or Ms. Right, you're going to slowly welcome that person in by being vulnerable, by sharing uh very intimate moments about, you know, things and experiences about yourself. And the more vulnerable we are with somebody, the more, the higher of a chance is of you being hurt. And people have gotten so used to not being hurt or that you've been hurt so much that you are just protecting yourself to a certain degree to where you're not going to let anybody in. Therefore, you're dating for Mr. and Ms. Wright now and not for Mr. and Ms. Wright. Here's something that I've noticed too. With a lot of people, the high chemistry and the physical of that relationship, the sex of that relationship, believe it or not, is a lot easier. People find it a lot easier to have sex with others than to open up about who they are. There is this barrier, and that's why I tell men this all the time, just because she sleeps with you on the first date, actually, if she sleeps with you on the first date, she's not that into you. If she waits to sleep with you because she really wants to get to know you, she wants to be vulnerable with you in an emotional way, that means she's really into you. The physicality of a relationship, if you're jumping into that right off the bat, it doesn't mean that you're into each other. It just means you're physically attracted to each other and that there's high chemistry. It does not mean you're compatible. It does not mean that this is a sign of a long-term relationship. Nothing, nothing about a high physical relationship at the very beginning do all signs point to go for a long-term. Does it happen sometimes? Sure. We all know. I mean, there's stories, right? But if you are dating for Mr. or Ms. Wright, you are sabotaging your life by dating those that you know that you wouldn't let in, that you know that you know that it's safe to date them. And maybe you're playing house and maybe you're just kind of doing the mechanics of what a relationship looks like, but not really kind of getting into really getting to know one another, really understanding one another, understanding who they are as a person, what they stand for, 
that the more you let somebody in, the more open you are, the more chances of being hurt. And a lot of people don't want to do that. And I see this in so many different ways. I see this by dating, you know, people dating people that are much younger. And I almost thought about doing this entire show about dating much younger or much older people. And again, I feel that if you're dating somebody that's way beyond, and I'm talking, I'm talking like, I would say 12 to 15 years plus. Now, I don't, I don't want people coming after, coming out after me because I know their situations and it's worked for so-and-so and it's worked for all these other people, but we want long-term, Mr. or Miss Wright, we want long-term. And if the two of you are not at the same stage of life, don't have the same outlook, don't have things that are relatable to one another, and there's high chemistry, again, because usually that's what happens when there's a significant age difference. There's usually some kind of really high chemistry. I don't care how fit you are. I don't care how young you look. I don't care. I hear that all the time from people. Well, I'm super young for my age or I'm super fit for my age. I don't care. Most likely, if you are dating 15 plus years difference, there is I bet you, if you were to do a little bit of a deeper dive, you will see that the two of you are not compatible. A 45-year-old person is going to want something different than a 60-year-old person. A 45-year-old person is going to want something different than a 25-year-old person. There is a significant difference between 12 to 15 years plus. And if you are having a great time, getting to know each other. That's great. But sit down and say, okay, what are, what are your goals? What are your hopes? Where do you see yourself? What is it that you want out of your life? Because it's not about necessarily the life that you can build together, but it's the value that you bring into also bring into that relationship. And to me, if you're dating someone who's so much older and so much younger, that's a way of protection. It's much scarier to date someone your age, your peer, someone who has the same life experience, somebody who has kind of been through the same things that you have, things that are relatable, that you can have a common, and it's not like you have to have common interests and hobbies. I talked, and I, I was thinking about doing a whole podcast episode about that too. You don't have to, same, have to have the same hobbies and interests in order to be compatible. That doesn't matter. It's the growth mindset and the open to experiences. Are you open to, are you open to experience life through each other's eyes, right? Being open to that. Yeah. Sorry. I digress. But when we're dating for Mr. and Miss Wright, dating someone who's on the same page, dating somebody who's had the same kind of life experiences, dating somebody who's around the same age, who has the same outlook, dating is much scarier. It's much more, more, much more vulnerable than dating somebody 20 years plus, 15 years plus, dating somebody that you just have high chemistry with. Because then if it doesn't work, guess what? You can go back and you, if, it, if it doesn't work, you can go, well, I knew that it probably wouldn't work because of X, Y, Z. And you feel better about yourself. It's not, it's less painful. It's less painful. You're like, yeah, I probably should have seen the writing on the wall but I didn't because of this and because of this. Yeah, it didn't work because this happened and this happened. 
versus dating someone who is your peer, who has been through the same type of things. If that relationship doesn't work, then it is much more difficult to self-reflect and be like, what did I do or what did they do or what did we do to not make or work on this relationship to make it work and to make it successful? And there are, I know there's very, there's a lot of contributing factors. It doesn't matter. Like I know that there are, there are people out there that um, are unhealthy. It doesn't matter your age, people who are not ready for relationships, people that are not, um, that don't have that growth mindset and being open. But those are the things that you should be looking for. The high chemistry and dating for Mr. And Miss right now, you are just wasting time. You are wasting your precious time. If that's what you want, then go for it. I'm all about it. Like, I think that there is a time, there's a season in life where that's okay. I remember for myself, way before I met Brian, there was a season of life where I just needed to figure things out. But if you are serious about somebody and meeting, meeting someone, looking for somebody with long-term, for a long-term relationship, looking for compatibility, I'm going to ask you to take a step back and really look at who you're saying yes to for dates. Is it somebody that looks super exciting to where you're like, Ooh, this, this, this person, she looks exciting. He looks exciting in all of the wrong ways because here's, here's a stat for you. Uh, they did a huge study of over 300 singles in Australia, watching them, uh, watching their behavior on apps. And did you know that 70% of them admitted that those they said yes to on the app are not aligned with what they're looking for? So if you find yourself in a situation where you're continuously having high chemistry, low compatibility, and it doesn't seem to be working, ask yourself, why am I letting this person in? What is it about them? other than them being attractive or whatever that is, what is it about them that's making you say yes and to not pay attention to really what you're looking for in a relationship? Because I promise you, you know what you're looking for in a relationship. And I'm not talking about vanity. I'm talking about the core, somebody who's kind, empathetic, understanding, compassionate, somebody who gets you, somebody who's there for you, somebody who's like, tell me all about your day. Somebody who's willing to do things with you, willing to step outside of the box with you, willing to go on adventures, willing to stay in, like all of those things that are super important to you are not vanity metrics. And so if you're just going after somebody because of the excitement of it all, because, oh, it might be a great weekend and have fun, that's fine, but that's not what you're looking for. And I just want to encourage you to have a conversation with yourself and say, okay, am I looking for Mr. Right or am I looking for Mr. Right now? And ask yourself on that date, okay, there might be high chemistry, but are we connecting? Is the conversation great? Is Are there things about this person that intrigues me, that makes me curious in all of the right ways, not in all of the wrong ways? And you know what I mean by that. Get clear with yourself. 
and say, okay, does this person have, are there compatibility factors? And here are some things, here are some compatibility. How do you feel about religion? How do you feel about marriage? How do you feel about children? Uh, where do you see yourself? Uh, professionally and personally in the next five years? Are you a traveler? Do you want, do you want somebody who's open to experiences, who is willing to travel with you? Are like these things really have a conversation with yourself. And if there's just high chemistry and you say to yourself, oh gosh, I can't even imagine uh, introducing this person to my friends. Like, and there's something, and there's nothing about their personality that makes you curious. I need you to say thank you. Next. Stop wasting your time on the Mr. and Ms. right now. Will you have less dates? Probably. Probably. Because I'm in the business of finding Mr. and Ms. right. I am not just going to, for as for my matchmaking clients, I am not just going to throw people in front of them. I go through many, many interviews. Could they go on multiple dates? Sure. But the compatibility factors aren't there. There might be chemistry for them, but the compatibility is not there. So I don't want to waste their time, nobody's time. So get serious with yourself. Have this honest conversation with yourself. Understand that you are deserving of Mr. or Miss Right. And if you are sabotaging your love life and you're saying yes to the wrong people, I would want to explore why. Why is it that you're not willing to date you're equal. <laughs> You're equal. And not date someone like above you or below you, right? And I, you know, I think it's something, I, I really want to mention this too. And you know what? Maybe I should make this as a whole new, different podcast. <laughs> um, I don't believe that people are numbers. I don't believe that someone's a 10 and someone's an eight and someone's a seven and someone's a four. I don't, I will not, I refuse I refuse with everything in my being to tell people that they're a certain number because it's all depending on the person. Someone in someone I in someone's eyes that it's all based on compatibility. It does not mean just because you're uh, absolutely gorgeous and have ripped muscles and you know have your Harvard grad and you're super rich, you're not a ten. That doesn't make you a ten. What makes you a ten? is how you feel about you. Do you feel you're a 10? Do you feel that you have a lot to offer? Do you feel that you have so much to offer somebody and you're willing to wait for that possible compatible partner, partner, not above or below, but partner who is also going to see you as a 10? Because you might be a 10 in someone's eyes, you might be a five in somebody else's because it's not based off of how you look, how thin you are, how ripped you are, but just are your are your are your compatibility factors aligned? So, whew, I didn't mean to get on that tangent, but I hate it when people are saying she's a ten, she's an eight, he's a five. Stop it! Just stop. We're all people. Everyone's trying the best that they can. Yes, are there unhealthy people out there? Yes, absolutely. But the majority of the human race is all deserving of love and all deserving of long-term compatibility and to stop settling for Mr. and Ms. Right now and to hold out for Mr. and Ms. Right. I promise you, you will thank yourself for it. 
wasting time on those that don't deserve you just because you have high chemistry is such a waste of time. Or if the back of your mind, you're like, well, we're not, I know that we're not compatible because we're not aligned with this or that. Get, why are you wasting their time and your time? Because I'm going to end it on this note because I feel like I'm going on and on. Thank you for hanging on, by the way. I love you to pieces, by the way. Um, if you're hanging on to a relationship and are in a relationship and you know that there are key factors of compatibility factors that are not going to work, you've communicated and no one's willing, there's no compromise. You are preventing that other person from finding connection by you hanging on to them. I don't care if it's friends with benefits. I don't care. I mean, this is, isn't just you're in a relate in a short-term relationship with them. This is all. This is situationships. This is friends with benefits. This is these types of little short-term uh, hanging on with hanging on to somebody who you know that they're not taking it seriously. Let go. Because you're preventing them from finding their person, and I promise you that you're not going to change their minds if you haven't gotten to that point, and it's holding you back. And if you're too scared to really seek out Mr. or Ms. Right, then that's when you need to go and talk to somebody, and not just a coach, but a therapist. Go and talk to somebody. Because I know you're looking for love, so stop. Stop sabotaging it by settling for Mr. and Ms. Right. Now, for funsies, stop settling just for funsies and stop trying to pit, you know, fit a square peg into a round hole because it's not going to change. Compatibility doesn't all of a sudden happen. Chemistry does. Chemistry does. Compatibility, it does not. So enough is enough, Okay. Okay. <laughs> Was that a ramble? It might have been a ramble. It might have been a ramble. Um, but thank you for hanging on. Thank you for making it to the end of the episode. I truly, truly appreciate you. Uh, so thank you for listening to uh, an episode of Dear Matchmaker. I ha- did not disclose much about being my wedding and maybe I'll talk about that another time, but, um, I just wanted to kind of get right to it. So I appreciate you so much. So thank you for being a part of the show. Thanks for being here. And just as a reminder, if you're not following me on the socials, come and follow me. And I'm starting on TikTok. Yep. I said it. Here we are. I'm uh, venturing into TikTok. Talk about being vulnerable. This is a vulnerable thing for me to do consistently be pushing myself and putting myself out there. So I'm getting out on TikTok. So come and follow me. I'm at Kat Cantrell, TikTok, Instagram, and on Facebook. And just as a reminder, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, I would love it if you would do that. Just hit that subscribe button, rate and review and share it with your friends. I love it when you share these episodes. It means so much to me. And um, give yourself grace. One day at a time. One day at a time, okay? All right. And remember, remember, please remember, the true love is waiting for you and stop getting in the way, okay? All right. I'll see you next time. Bye.